0: Yo, yo, yo. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome edition of the Best Practices Show podcast. My name is Kirk Barrett, where my job here is to find the best thinkers, teachers, speakers in all of dentistry and have them share some insight to help you create a better practice and a better life. And today I bring on one of my favorite of all time, Dr. Uchi Odiatu, and he takes us through the top 10 myths around health and fitness please listen to this i know you'll love it and we'll see you soon hey guys welcome back to the best practices show podcast you know what's so fun i just get to hang around with the coolest people in dentistry that are super super smart and every time i talk to them and hopefully you're listening to them my life gets better, and today's guest does that for me every time. It's Dr. Uchi Odiatu. Uch, what's up, brother?
1: It's all good. I am excited to be back on again. I love sharing my passion with my colleagues. So, it's such a good time to talk about this topic. Like, it's such a good time. But, but let's get rolling. I love your enthusiasm. I I I, I fan your flames.
0: <laughs> Well, you're, you you know, you're an incredible, not only you're a good person, good friend, I just, I enjoy you. I love what you're all about. I love how you help people. And I have family members that watch the Uchi episodes because they're like, wow, I just, I don't know anything about dentistry, but man, he makes my life better. And uh, you guys will see that as you're listening. But Uchi, give us a little bio because I got a, not, a lot of new listeners and I always want them to know who you are. So who's Uchi?
1: Okay, I have many things, I have many slashes, you know, I'm a human, I'm Canadian, was born in England, uh, grew up in Canada, I've been, I've been a dentist for over 25 years, um, co-authored two books, I'm still practicing, I work four days this week, I, am, I lecture, I've lectured over 500 times in seven countries since 2004, um, I've done about 400 TV and radio interviews as an invited uh, expert on health and wellness from uh, ABC 2020, believe it or not to Alaska, to uh, Florida, to Seattle. So um, I love sharing, Um, it's what I do. Um, I do it chair side, I do it in person, I do it on podcasts like yours. This is me, it's my essential Uchi.
0: Yeah, Uchi, you're the best. And if you haven't seen Uchi speak, you gotta see Uchi speak today. We're gonna be dispelling some rumors and myth busting. Around fitness, and we got quite a few of them. So, I, I think this is really cool because there are a lot of things that you just point to the truth and break through these. And I'm I'm going to go through them one by one because you gave me a whole list, which I love. But one of them is, and the first one is either go hard or go home. True or false? Yeah, that, that's that's
1: false. You see, um, I don't the, the hard driving, overachieving, perpetually advancing uh, dentist or dental professional. Loves going 150%. We brag about how being busy, busy, busy. However, when you look at fitness and health, uh, busy, busy, busy and going 110% doesn't win the race. It doesn't even win it if you're training for the World Cup or training for the Olympics. You have to periodize your training. You see, slow and steady wins the health and fitness race. And I love the analogy of Warren Buffett. He talks about um you know, people ask him about Bitcoin and puts and calls. He goes, You buy good companies that you understand. You hold on. I think I sound like Obama.
0: You do. You <laughs> hey, I love it. You sound really good.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, was, I was trying to do my Warren Buffett one. But you buy good companies that you understand, you understand, <laughs> and you hang on to them. And that was it. That was his right. uh, how to be a billionaire advice. So peop, dentists love the quick fix. We like you know twenty four hours. Bitcoin, Ethereum. What do you think? Buy stuff you understand. Remember, a patient of mine, very well-to-do financial advisor, lives in one of the best parts of town in Toronto. And I said, can you tell me about Bitcoin? He goes, I don't understand Bitcoin. He's a multimillionaire. But I advise people on iron ore. He goes, I understand iron ore. It's made my uh, clients rich and it's made me rich. I'm like, cool. So I think sometimes we think all or nothing works. And meanwhile, slow and steady consistency wins the race.
0: Yeah, and just give people a little perspective. You travel and you're in excellent shape. You're not working out 6 hours a day in the gym. You know, you're down there for how long on average when you're when you go to the gym?
1: Um in a hotel gym, I maybe always less than 30 minutes. Always less than 30 minutes. I was in Fargo just a little while ago. Uh, I was doing a study club down there and uh and it was 9:50 at night. I hadn't trained yet. I was in uh planes all day, spent 4 hours in the air lounge. Um, and I thought, you know, I, I, I got to walk my talk. So went down to the gym, didn't have any sneakers. I wore black dress shoes, jeans. I, luckily, I had a, a rolled up little tank top. And I did 25 minutes. I got nine exercises. I superset them back and forth for 25 minutes, got my heart rate up. I did chest back, shoulders, arms, and legs. And I left, you know, it, it's, it's that quick. And I didn't go full hard. I, there was no one to spot me. But I wanted just to be able to walk my talk the next day, because it's really hard to talk truth about wellness when one'self isn't talking the truth. It's like listening to a homeless guy talk about real estate, right. or I been married you know seven times, talking about how to keep a marriage together. So I, I think it's important to, to walk it. So under, under 25, 30 minutes is, is me on the road. I've never trained more than 30 minutes on the road.
0: That's awesome. We're going to do a whole session on like what happens in those 25 30 minutes. Now, myth number 2 or tr- oh, maybe I should present these as true or false. You need a trainer to get in shape.
1: No, you don't you don't need a trainer. It's um if, if you think of it this way, I think obviously as dentists we like to take patients, we try to coach them, we guide them. However, um fitness you can literally do on your own. You know, I started all this, my whole weight training and I looked there was back in, in I was 14 years of age. Uh, there was no internet you know all i had was these magazines these these muscle and fitness magazines i cut out articles cut a bunch of of encyclopedia books on weight training cut these things again i'm in grade nine grade nine i'm not a dentist now and i thought this makes sense that makes sense and i put a little program together and then when i went to the gym i thought i'm gonna sit on the bike and watch experts so i watched the experts go around the gym i saw a guy walking by with no legs uh, you know like really skinny little chicken legs and i thought gonna follow that guy's workout and then i saw another person training and screaming like you know bloody murder as he worked out and i'm thinking don't scream bloody murder when you work out and i just basically you know to talk about success leaves clues i just looked at people who look like they're doing a good job incorporated that into mine again grade nine and um i've done many things i've competed in bodybuilding powerlifting uh uh endurance races never having a coach but I've been crazy consistent for um, over 40 years now. Um, so I think you only need a trainer. If you really start with no base mm-hmm. or you have injury or you have a medical condition, but otherwise on your own, a simple walking program is better than nothing. A Simple yep. walking program. So,
0: yeah. And I, I agree with you. I think the discipline of just going is more important than what somebody tells you. Now we've all heard this one. Number three, the myth, you know, supplements, are the key part of your diet. What do you think about supplements?
1: Yeah, it's 10th it's on my list. Um, really important. <laughs> we think of the number one human need, oxygen. You know, you can't go more than 60 seconds without oxygen. There's a new book called Breath by James Nestor. Have you heard of James Nestor? So he says, number one, you think you can, you, the love of your life is important, but you, some, some people live a lifetime without love. You can't go more than 60 seconds without oxygen. You can't, you can go two days without sleep, but oxygen, 60 seconds. So oxygen is number one. Obviously, water can't go more four days without water. Good sleep is important. Uh, and whole food, you know, nothing takes the place of whole food. When you think of what the ingredients in an apple, there's no ingredients, just like apple, you know. And we start looking at the supplements and the sweeteners and the stabilizers and the emulsifiers and uh, the preservatives. Um, uh, they actually do us more harm many times because our microbiome, the 42 trillion cells that call you and me home, um, have been on this planet for hundreds of millions of years they don't know artificial sweeteners they don't know soybean oil all they know is or citric acid all they know is this is odd i'm uh, bacteria are very ephemeral very fragile so they're meant to spoil and go the average bacteria in our bodies lives anywhere from 20 minutes to a couple of hours they, they come and go the reason why they stay the same for you and i is because we eat the same thing every day so the other being as supplements again down here because food are bacteria which don't have a brain but they have a consciousness yeah. Um. They understand an apple, they understand fiber, they understand uh, omega-3s in fish. So I would spend all my time actually looking more for whole good quality food. And if you can, organic, certified organic, hormone-free meat, um, antibo- ra- meat uh, raised, cattle raised with antibiotics if you can. But um, that's the way to go. Supplements at the bottom of the chain. Winter time in Canada, obviously the days get short where you are too. So vitamin D is important. But again, you can get vitamin D in the sun by sitting outside, having your sunroof open, driving down the highway, or in uh, egg yolks, or in seafood. So y- you can do a lot without any supplements. And again, supplements are very not, not a very regulated product. You know, the FDA and the Health Canada, their thing is, as long as it doesn't kill anyone, um, you can actually put anything you want on the, on, the, on, the, uh, on the label, as long as you're not claiming to cure disease. So uh, life extension, uh, beautifying, uh, natural skin, lots of promises. But um, so food is number one. Food is number one for me.
0: Yeah. And you've always taught me about gut health. And uh, I think the point here is that we put a lot of faith in these pills that are supposed to compensate for the other things that we're not doing. So I can drink a lot of beer if I take these supplements or maybe not eat as well. But when you start eating well, you just feel better. It's just amazing. Now, the probiotic thing, I, I mean, it's always good to add a few things that might be helpful, but. I love what you're saying. I love what you're saying. Now, number four, I've made this mistake. Like I thought that running, jogging, is all you need to get in shape. I mean, there were times where I was just jogging constantly, and then my knees hurt and my back hurt and my hips. But what what's break that myth for us? Is jogging all you need? Well, jogging grew in popularity around the 70s. I think
1: the first New York marathon only had maybe less than 100 people in. Now it has thousands of people in. So it's definitely a popular pastime. And it can get you in shape. But for most people, it's very time intensive. It's a labor, very hard on your joints. The fact is, you know, the average woman now in, in 2023 weighs what the average man did in 1980. So the average woman now, what the average average man did in 1980. So, and we're getting heavier. So we're getting about, since 1989, we've actually gained about 25 pounds, men and women wow. each on average. So when you're that heavy plodding along, you know, in you know, $200 sneakers, which are often, you know, people hitting the, the ground on their heel, people jog instead of on grass, like we were designed for millions of years, we jog on asphalt so we can face the traffic and show them how hard we're working. You know, If you're jogging in a field, great. Running in grass is perfect. Jogging in the asphalt, facing traffic, looking like you swallowed a lemon, you know, um, <laughs> it's, it's really not the way to go. But Martin Gabala, uh, kinesiologist out of uh, McMaster University, who's is known as the godfather of interval training, said if you wanna get fit fast, which most dentists like things fast, right? You don't, people don't brag about, I can do a crown in three days, right? I can do a crown in seven hours. So um I can jog for four hours. But if I can get you fit fast, I'm so talking as little as seven minutes equals to an hour. Interval training is the quickest way to get fit. And this is um the new science of interval training. Not for everyone, you gotta have a certain level of stamina, but it's certainly a way to go, because we're time-starved. You know, you're a busy dad, you're you got you're lecturing, you're writing yourself, like. Do you, unless you retire, even when you retire, Kurt, you're probably gonna be busy. So um, I think getting fit fast, very efficiently, is is the way to go. So how do you stay in shape? You said you mentioned you jogged. What what happened with the jogging thing? What
0: yeah. Happened? So I did all the triathlons, and then I bought a Peloton. But I'll tell you, you have helped me quite a bit. So I've kind of narrowed it down to a couple things. I do the Peloton in the morning, so I'll do 30 or 45 minutes. Then I do some type of you know, functional training, like some uh, core or weights, because I always like to do, do that. But the fasting thing has changed my life. So I don't really eat during the day. And the first three weeks I hated it. And now I'm not hungry till five. And what it does is it consciously makes me make good decisions around five. So I'm going to leave, go home tonight, and I'm not looking for a cheeseburger. Last night I had a Cobb salad. You know, and I actually felt really good. You've also helped me understand we don't need the caloric intake that we <clears throat> thought we did. You know, I thought I need a bunch of calories for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then uh, I also have these big things of, you taught me about the, the you know, the pro kombucha. So I've got the kombucha that I get from, and I have them in the <clears throat> big thing. So I'll have quite a few glasses of those and it just satisfies the carbonation. It satisfies the need, you know, I found kombucha taste better than wine sometimes. Now we could have a whole debate on that, but like that's, that's a typical day for me. So I usually eat once a day. I might, i have Laura snack. uh, She's got a whole big jar of six different jars of nuts. And one of them is, you know, uh, espresso beans, but I'll take a handful of uh, almonds as I leave here and drive home if I'm starving. So (laughs) long-winded answer, but you've helped me with all that. And we always have apples. We always have apples, (laughs) the skin of the apples. And of course you told me to do that. So,
1: and There's many hacks to do, and I think sometimes we make it more difficult than not, but I think yeah. um, what you've done is mastered it. Obviously, you look good. Um, I bet your joints aren't as sore as when you're doing all the triathlon. Triathlon is great as a personal achievement, and it's a nice uh, trophy to say you do. But from what, when they study um, uh, triathlon and um, endurance racers who, who work out a lot in the summer, they talk a lot about intestinal lining wear and perforation. And I've heard the saying that uh, marathons are often won in the port you know, and people just exploding bowels. So if my bowels are exploding during a workout, that might not be the workout that's getting me in shape, you know? Uh, So here we are with exploding bowels and I'm wondering how come I'm not in shape. So I think um, uh, dentistry is intense. We're sympathetically driven creatures. And a lot of disease is from being kept too much in the sympathetic dominance area. Sympathetic dominance is freeze, fight or flight. So the more time anyone spends in that zone, the more likely you're gonna be out of balance and welcome chronic disease. Just like you can go hard, but you can't go hard for a summer, a year, 10 years. Right. The body just wasn't made. You need rest and digest as well as going for it. So um, that whole periodizing training and being a little bit easier on your body is, is more of a long haul factor.
0: Yeah. Now I got to ask you about number five, the fifth myth here. And this one applies specifically to me and you've helped me with this is it gets harder as you get older to get in shape, break that myth for us.
1: Yeah, that's, that's false. Actually, believe it or not, uh, when you're young, the often young people actually think they're going to live forever. You'd be surprised how many young dentists go, eh, I have forever to do ergonomics. I got forever to take care of my back reflux. I'll take a medicine for that. I'll do that when I'm older. They think they have so much time, they never actually make time to do it. And sometimes when you know you don't have forever, that you make a decision to take more important, instead of majoring in minor things, major in the importance of health. I think as people get older, you'll see people seeing the value in health. You see patients come in at 70, 80, 90, they'll right. look good and feel good and don't look and feel good. So um, that that imperative desire to take care of this body is more pressing as we get older. But the physiology behind it though is, um, if someone's never exercised their whole life, and a lot of dentists are like that, because you know, I'm a nerd, You know, I, I didn't do any team sports growing up, I was more of an individual guy, whether it was golf or yoga or strength training. And what happened was, um, uh, the, the more you don't participate in those kinds of sports, the more your knees and hips are fine at 50. I don't know how many of our friends, and I love my co- my college friends, my high school friends playing football and hockey, knees jammed, hip replacement, shoulder replacement, uh, uh, meniscus tears, ACL, necks jammed, uh, shoulders jammed, rotator cuff problems. And that's age 40. If, if, when you're that beaten up, what's going to happen between 40 and 80? It's not going to be pretty. No matter how many offices you own, no matter how many anti inflammatories you take, no and about how much money you have, you, you really got to. This, this body um, is not just a carcass that's supposed to take you from point, plan A to point B. So, all um, I idea is you push it hard, you have less left over for that second half of life. And people always think second half, I'm, I'm 39. Well, guess what? If the average age of life expectancy is 80, right? 40 and over is the second half. So it's like you and I are in the second half.
0: You know? We are. It's like, we yeah. are. Wait, yeah. go back, go back to this one. You didn't mention it today, but you said you told me in a previous podcast, your muscles don't know how old they are, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is beautiful to know. And I, it's the whole idea is, it's just like when you're moving quickly and you can close your eyes you can actually remember being a kid running with your coat unzipped and running, 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 running. You see, the muscles are just an empty tissue. You know, they don't have a mind of their own. All they know is youth, which is, which is uh, movement. And all they know is accelerated aging and disease by sitting still. And the challenge is 70% of our waking time is spent sitting. So think of uh, your receptionist and your office manager and, and why we must incorporate standing desks. Uh, when you enter an office how you have more energy when you greet people standing than sitting just like you wouldn't shake someone's hand sitting down why are we greeting people sitting down you wouldn't do it at a dinner or an important co- uh, function so um there's nothing a- about um sitting that helps you have more blood supply and oxygen to your brain so i, I really believe though that the more you move the more youthful you feel so uh, people say Ooch, you, you, you look so young you do this i said i i i don't i don't i never want to act my age my chrono- people often say Ooch, can i ask you a question I ask how old you are? Mm-hmm. Why? All it does is make people angry. You know? right. so, 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 hey, I said, you could have exactly like I have if you start moving a bit more, going to bed a bit earlier, wear a sleep mask, do certain things every day. And the body follows suit. You, you, you cannot help but get to California if you follow the map to California. You will not end up in Alaska. You cannot help look and feel younger if you follow the map to looking and feel younger. It's just not possible. So people say, I've tried everything. I'm still 100 pounds overweight. Well, you haven't tried everything. You know, there's things that work every time and it works every time. It's just like, it's like nuts and bolts when it comes to fitness, but we make it too hard by trying esoteric weird things. You know, heard about the coochie? Have you heard about the caterpillar diet? Uh, No. (laughs) heard about the cotton ball diet? You swallow cotton balls, it makes you feel full. Haven't heard about that one, you know? So slow and steady wins the race. Look at fundamentals, like the the best coaches, right? Wooden, Madden, you know?
0: Yeah, stick to it. Pat Riley. Absolutely. So let me give you number six. LeBron LeBron James is genetically gifted for fitness. He looks amazing at his age. And so I shouldn't even bother. What do you think about that one?
1: Yeah, that's false too. I think sometimes you think, oh, I'm just, I'm just, I naturally have wide hips or I have narrow shoulders or naturally I don't have good cardio or all the men in my family died of heart disease. I'm just going to follow suit. Well, uh, genetics loads your gun. Lifestyle pulls the trigger. So even though LeBron James might be genetically gifted, he's six foot nine. He's one of the top two scoring basketball players of all time. Like you think about a hundred years of basketball, out of you know the nine hundred players in the NBA, um, think about all the years basketball has gone on. He's one of the top two scorers of all time, and he's thirty eight.
0: And his right? assists he's, too. We got to talk about his assists. I mean, he's oh, an incredible assist leader.
1: And he's serious. He's he's uh, incredible. However, he spends almost two to three hundred thousand dollars a year on his personal fitness. If you're genetically gifted, you shouldn't have to spend any money, right? Steak and eggs before the game, stay out all night. No, cupping, acupuncture, homeopathy. Uh, He said, sleep is his secret weapon. There's not many dentists who say sleep is a secret weapon. They just say, my iTero is my secret weapon, or my Syrac is, which is fine. Those are important devices, but why can't sleep be your secret weapon? He said, it's where I process emotion and process memory. I memorize plays better and get to the ball easier. But also, he goes, I can handle my emotions. I can stay still in the eye of the storm. Well, most dentists could spend more time because um, you're most able to tap into your gifts when you're calm. When you're irritated, and annoyed, and you can't find your loops, guess what? You're useless. You know, yeah. you have no, you can't tap into left and right brain or past wisdom. So LeBron James seems cool and calm. Sure, there's, uh, there's, there's exceptions, but um, genetically gifted, he still dots his eyes and crosses his teeth.
0: Yeah, I love it. Myth number seven carbs are bad I, I don't know how many people
1: talk about yeah i'm on a diet I'm, I'm i'm not eating carbs and i say I don't eat apples oh no i eat apples uh do you eat salads oh i eat salads i said carbs and uh the carbs <laughs> are apples and salads oh no no i don't mean those carbs so carbs have got a bad reputation like i love carbs i live for carbs fruit at least two a day salad once a day vegetables two three servings every day. Whole grains. I'm not celiac, so I can do whole grains. Quality whole grains. Sourdough bread, Ezekiel bread. Um, um, I love carbs. Flat stomach. You know, you can see the squares. I don't have the six pack I had when I was in my, you know, about ten years ago, or actually three years ago. But um, but only because I, I've I've loosened up a bit because you, you can't go hard all the time, right? So I wax and wane when it comes to intensity. But I still eat lots of carbs. I enjoy I enjoy food. Um, but carbs isn't the enemy. Volume is the enemy. Not knowing serving size. Um, the wrong carbs, you know, uh, white rice without any fat and protein on it. So I'm going to have some rice on a plate. Guess what? I'm going to put some salmon on it. I'm going to put some olive oil on the rice, put some vegetables. So the, the, the glycemic index spike is so large. I'll, if I'm going to eat a lot of carbs, I'll do it after the workout when my metabolism is revved up for 16, 17, 18 hours after. So timing is everything. Um, I don't eat carbs w- within two hours of bedtime. Um, this is really good for anyone who wants to uh, experience more growth and recovery and growth hormone. So two hours for bedtime, no food. Yeah. So two hours for bedtime, no food. And the body then can spend all this time uh, resting and recovering instead of digesting food.
0: Yeah, I love it. So a good friend of ours, Mike Buckner, was wearing a ring one day. And I'm like, what is Is that the Aura ring? So I've had it now for three months. It is life-changing. He told me it was going to be life-changing. And what you're saying is absolutely true. So it gives you way too much data on your sleep every night. And it'll say your sleep score was low last night. And I'm like, no way. I got seven hours of sleep. And then it says, did you eat before you went to bed? And did you have Uh, any alcohol? And I'm like, yes. And it shows you that your heart rate, your body works hard when you eat late and Mm -hmm. you have maybe an extra glass of wine so you can see the impact you're exactly right it's it's when you eat um and i'm the person that i need the proof so the data if you're thinking about getting the aura ring just get it because it it is amazing it tells you get too much information so good stuff yeah now number number eight the fat thing come on man fat all fat is bad what do you think about that
1: yeah, they, they proved that wrong so many times. Um, fat was considered toxic in the 80s. Remember, we had big plates of pasta and muffins and uh, we demonized fat or oh, maybe one egg a week. Many doctors said, oh, you're gonna have one egg a week because of the cholesterol. Uh, well, now we've realized that uh, in 2007 and 2017, lots of good studies, Harvard, The Lancet have shown that that saturated fat doesn't, uh, have use, doesn't support heart disease. Um, if anything, if you're an athlete, if you're active, um, fat in your diet is not such a bad thing. It's very satisfying. It, it helps you to stymie your cravings. Um, Believe it or not, um, all hormones come from fat. So you think of now we're talking about low testosterone and estrogen and progesterone and people having issues with uh, cortisol. Hey, fat is the precursor. You know, cholesterol is a precursor for cortisol and all the other hormones. So, if someone's in a high-stress industry like dentistry, or a podcaster, or a dad, or a mom, busy, busy professional, um, you, you have making lots. You want lots of cortisol. Guess what? The body makes makes all the cholesterol, and eighty percent of it's made in the liver. So, eighty percent of anyone's cholesterol score is made in the liver. So, if someone is as poor stress management strategies, your body demands cholesterol to be made. But that being said, though, um, if you want to have testosterone, guess what? The body has a default to make cortisol. So if you're angry all the time, irritated, frustrated, annoyed, what happens is the body, hey, I'm not going to make testosterone and growth hormone. I'm going to have you make cortisol because that's life or death. I've got to keep you alive right now. Some people's life right now never ends. Constant state of annoyance. I, I read their posts on Facebook. Can't believe how this is. Look at the lady over here. Look at the lady with, the, with the, the bare feet on the plane. I don't know. Are you going to try and change people's behavior on the plane? Are you going to do a healing in uh, business class? Leave them alone. I have no need to change anyone's fate on a, in row 17. they wanna be barefoot? Who cares? You know? yeah. So that water up a duck's back is definitely uh, something my mom taught me. You know, that whole serenity prayer. You know, grant me the wisdom to act on the things I can act on and the ability to leave the things I can't work on and leave them out of my mind. Much more peaceful way to go so I can spend all my psychic energy healing, restoring, wisdom, uh, consolidating memory, uh, processing emotion, uh, being present from my colleagues and friends and
0: family. Yeah, that prayer is one of the most important prayers I've ever learned. The third component of it is like the wisdom, just to know the difference. That's the hardest mm. part. Like there are things I know I can and things I can't. And just understanding the difference is a, is a key piece. But you're exactly right. It is Life helping when you can work it. Now, um, we're going to go into the dentistry component of all this. Number nine, you know, patients, they don't want to hear us talk about total health. True or false?
1: Yeah, no, they're starving. The patients are starving for any provider to dot the I's and cross the T's and put it all together. Um, We think about this 12 specialties in dentistry, 12. Uh, Medicine has has the same amount of specialties or more. Everyone works in their own silo. I'm a prosthodontist. I'm a periodontist, I'm an endocrinologist, I'm a hygienist. And so everyone goes to this specialty. No one actually sees the big picture. So patients are lost. We're actually fatter, we have higher, more diabetes now in, in, in North America than ever. 30 million diabetics in America, 70 million pre-diabetic. So out of the 330 million Americans, a hundred million are pre-diabetic or diabetic. This is an inflammatory condition definitely plays, has a spillover effect into the, the, the de- oral space. So um, they need guidance, it, it's not working. We're getting fatter, we're getting more insulin resistant. So whatever's happening is not working. We need a, a healthcare provider, an industry to take charge. So as the hygienist, you're in charge of the wellness field, start talking health, have a favorite health book, um, quote a journal yeah. and do it in a non-judgmental way. Patients are starving for people who are enthusiastic and convinced about the gateway starting here. The gateway to health starts here. And we're the only healthcare provider that's in charge of the gateway. Endocrinologists aren't, doctors aren't, we are like the dental industry.
0: Yeah. So uh, I think you and I chatted about this before, but my wife and I went to the Cooper clinic in uh, Texas. It was awesome. And I got to meet both of the Coopers. And one thing that he said, tell me if you agree with this. He said 70% of a human being's health is what happens in the hole under their nose. Would you agree with that?
1: Wow, um, I can agree. I guess the, the percentage could vary by, you know, five, 10, depending on who you are. But uh, when you think of the body that you have, or I'm thinking of the body I have, or my neck, or my elbow, or my meniscus, or my foot, everything who I am is from what goes into my mouth. Nothing comes from inspiration. I can I meditate, I can levitate, but guess what? It's what's through here. So people curse their butt, but they nourish the Pop-Tart. Mm-hmm. People, people hate their, their belly hanging over their belt, but they're going through the airport at all the fast food areas instead of going to the, the lounge or going to Starbucks and grabbing the, the fruit or or, or grabbing that the salad, you know? So um, this mouth lies the key to how good you look. It's impossible to be out of shape and eat healthy. Yeah. It's impossible to be out of shape. So, so again, no judgment here. But if someone is literally not in health, in a healthy condition, um, if you're not looking at your diet, uh, you're fooling yourself because um you can't you can you you, you can't get out of shape eating salads hormone free grass fed free meat um whole grains fruit and and good quality meat isn't is impossible so when someone says yeah I've tried everything have you tried not going through the fast food outlets have you tried not eating as much uh cotton, candy corn like you know like so literally uh we 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 hate the result but we nourish the cause and it's, and it's through this channel right here.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. And then the last one, this is kind of controversial. I love that you put it on here. You know, I'm not in shape, so I can't talk wellness with patients. Tell us about that one.
1: Yeah, I I put something in to stir the pot. I think as long as you're on your own journey, you don't have to look like Dwayne The Rock Johnson to talk nutrition. No, you don't have to look like Ty, Ty Bo does to talk whole body health. Um, you know, uh, Bill Dorfman is like this, you know, in his sixties, looks incredible shape. Then, yeah, as soon as I get, um, a six pack or an eight pack, like Dr. Dorfman, I can say, no, um, many patients are struggling. You know, as healthcare providers, we know, we know the terminology, we've studied it. We take 20 to 30 hours of nutrition in, in, in college. However, we think and until I know it all, I'm not going to share it well, even the experts don't know it all. That's why if you put 10 nutritionists on a panel and said, what's the best diet? We'd all fight over the esoteric, strange little esoteric threads of differences. But I think once you've started your own journey, that is a vulnerable place to be. Yeah. When patients say you ask someone any changes in medical history or, or what's going on in your life right now is a better question to ask. They'll say, Oh, I just went back, came out the doctor. He said, I need to lose a little bit of weight. Oh, Me too. You know, everyone's had a challenge after the pandemic, but here's what I'm doing. Now you got a connection. I think people connect more with your struggle than your success. You say, Look at my, look, take off my figs. Look at this. Um, that doesn't build connection. it Builds a minor annoyance. Okay. Right. But you act vulnerable and say, man, it's been tough for me too. You know, I, I've gotten a little softer. You know, the, the pandemic pounds are tough to come off. Patients look at you for the first time and go, doc, me too, what are you doing? Well, I read this book called Diet Myth by Tim Spector. And I read this really good book by, oh doc, uh, I love reading. What's the book? Oh, I, I listened to them on my phone. And now we're exchanging, I'm showing them, they're doing a, a screenshot of my book now, I'm in the middle of a, a new patient exam or in the middle of waiting for anesthetic to work, um, it's amazing how you can make an impact in a real-time conversation, being vulnerable uh, and connecting with people. So you don't have to be in great shape to talk fitness. You can be in your own struggle. But in that struggle, though, vulnerability can create, creates connection, yeah. like Renee Brown talks about, yeah.
0: I love it. I love it. Ooch, you're the best. I just really, really appreciate this. Every single time you come on, you give me something to think about. And I hope as a listener, you're applying some of these things to make your practice, your life, and just make you feel better. Because so this, the, the reality of this profession, Ooch, is I think a lot of people don't bargain for how physically and emotionally demanding it is. And so having some countermeasures in place are important, don't you think?
1: Yeah, be, be preventative. We all know prevention. Preventative, prevention, prevention. Dentistry is cheap. Preemptive uh, attack on your body is better than just waiting for things to fall apart. Um, but I think if, you, if someone invests as heavily as they do in their body as they do in their office, it's amazing how good that body can look and feel. And it's not just about looks. You know, I'm talking about feeling and being free of disease and free of a list of meds. You know, um, that investment in health is no better. And you know, Tom Brady uh uh dwayne rock johnson and lebron james they all talk about the investment like monetarily and, and time um to enjoy and people say wow you're so lucky you just see me late at night when i'm at, at a 20-minute workout in a hilton gym uh, yeah i'm so lucky so um to, to show people vulnerability to, to work at it when people are not working at it and be open be a student uh this is the way to to, to get fit and stay fit
0: I love it. I love it. Ooch, I want people to find out more about what you do and how they can get involved. But uh, any last thoughts on breaking these fitness myths before we do?
1: Uh, I think a big part is feeling I deserve it. I think a lot of people, we talk a lot of talk now about childhood trauma and people growing up in dysfunctional homes. And they say dysfunctional homes is actually the norm. Like not everyone's voice is heard. And people grow up with childhood trauma and adverse childhood events and the more adverse childhood events you have the more challenging it is to ask for what you want as an adult and and think i deserve more no one's going to listen to me do i matter you know a dad who puts him puts himself last or the mother who puts herself last behind the kids and the house and the practice um, i think feeling you deserve health and realizing um a strong mom is a good mom a strong dad is a good dad you know a strong uh, female or male dentist is a better dentist because um, you're better able to weather the storms of the emotional journey that dentistry takes you on every day, yeah. week after week, month after month.
0: I love it. We got to have a regular ooch, like uh investment in our health uh, every single month. I'm, I'm going to make sure that you show up as, as a regular guest here all the time because you make my life better. And I know a lot of people that are listening their lives better. So I'm just going to say this. If you guys, have never had Uchi come to your study club. My first thought is what in the world are you thinking? Like you got to have Uchi. So Uchi, if I'm listening, how do I find out more about what you're doing? How do I get you to speak to my club? How do I get involved with what you're doing? Well, the best thing is to reach out. I'm, I'm very
1: active on Instagram. You know, if you look I look up my first and last name on Instagram, you'll find me. My account is actually Fit Speakers. So Fit Speakers. But um, that being said, you know, I answer all direct messages. People email me. Um, I'm available. If you literally Google Uchi U-C-H-E, fitness dentist, I'm the only guy, you know, all sudden, <laughs> I'm the only guy. Like you'll find a phone number, you'll find an email and uh, let's start the process talking. I, full days of my passion, six hours, but I kick butt on a 60 minute keynote. You know, I can move 2000 people into action in 60 minutes, but uh, nothing like a study club for a day to really go deep into wellness and uh, the, the mouth body connection, and the oral systemic link. Um, ergonomics, like I, I'm, I'm a walking, talking testament to stretching and, uh, having a balanced program. So six hours, love it for study club, our keynote, you know, I, I can totally do that too. So.
0: Yeah. And I say this all the time. You've heard me say it a million times, like my team, when I bring them places, they're like, we're going to go watch Ooch. And I'm like, you're not going to stay in my room. Nope. We go see Ooch. And I'm like, you should. So Ooch, thanks for being on brother. I appreciate you. Hey, pleasure. I know Hey, you can only admire things in me that you
1: have in you. So everything that (laughs) you talk about me is literally a reflection of what's going back on at you. So testament to your enthusiasm and insights, Kurt.
0: You're way too kind, brother. You're way too kind. Well, stick around and say goodbye to everybody else. But thank you guys for listening to the Best Practices Show podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed today do me a huge favor, hit the share button, share this with your friends because we love that you're spreading the word and uh, share this with your friends because we love this great profession. I'm going to have Ouch back again and again and again. Send me some questions so I can dish them to the expert and you guys can learn from him so i'm just super super grateful so thank you guys for all the listens the shares everything and until we see you guys next time or you hear from us next time keep watching or keep listening to the best practices show podcast you guys enjoy your day so there you have it another great episode hope you guys enjoyed it hey and thank you for showing up i just want to thank you for being here and sharing the good word with your friends. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you go to wherever you consume the podcast and just give us a four or five star review? Here's what that does. It allows us to find other great people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm gonna spend the rest of my professional life finding great information so that you can consume it and your friends can consume it so that you can create a better practice and a better life. So keep spreading the word and we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.